Okay, welcome everyone. We're going to continue a second part, just to continue up the conversation. We're talking about communication. This feedback is extremely crucial to review because there's a lot in here about communication, about what holds back these walls that we say that hold back the communication and ways to counteract it. So please review this feedback, the the first part and this part right now. The next wall that holds back healthy communication is a wall of fantasy. What is fantasy? does not necessarily have to mean sexual fantasies. Any way we escape from reality, you binge watch on Netflix, even on kosher things, or immerse yourself in, in books and so on to the extent where you're escaping from reality to a large extent. Of course, when these fantasies are negative, they could be sexual. You escape into pornography, Khalila, or drugs, or, or, or romance novels, and, and just, just get your mind off what reality is. That's unhealthy. But even if the fantasy in escaping is not necessarily destructive in and of itself, even if it's benign, even if it's, you know, a kosher show, some other distraction, but the fact that you're distracting yourself from communication and experiencing reality, that's a major issue. Sometimes it's much easier to just simply escape and not discuss things. So instead, you escape into a good book, you escape into a good TV show, you escape even into a good safer, frankly. <laughs> that's where uh, you could use in a very... Uh, uh, um, you know, underhanded way where you think you're a big tzaddik because you're learning Tyra, you're being conveyed to the Tyra, mysterious nefesh, you're running to Tyra, you're running to a safer. Now, it's a beautiful thing to run to a safer, but sometimes if you really, really know yourself and you know you have an issue with your wife that you really need to talk about and you really need to iron it out, and that's what you really need to do, and that's what Hashem wants from you to do now, and instead you escape into, even if it's a Gemara, even if it's a, you know, uh, if it's a big sugya, whatever it is, that's escaping into fantasy. That's where Taira is a Samamavas. When you're using it to escape the true things that Hashem wants you to do. So Mamela, the idea being though, is that any, it's, it's okay to learn to relax, to take it easy, to distract yourself sometimes when you need to relax in healthy ways, but never at the expense of holding back from a communication that needs to be communicated. And very often people use this as a method, as a mode to escape reality, to escape communicating. It's easier to distract yourself, whether it's TV, whether it's a book, whether it's a radio show, whether it's even a sheer, like we said, it's easier to do that than to deal with a conflict head-on and trying to resolve the issue. And that's something that a person really needs to be aware of and to make sure um, to, to handle properly. Another wall against healthy communication is the wall of passive aggressiveness. Passive aggression. What is that? Passive aggressiveness in simple English, is people who are generally passive. They don't like open conflict. So instead, they'll jab you with with an unpleasant comment, with these uh, low blows, indirectly, but in ways that hurt you. And they have the inability, 
of saying what they mean in a respectful way. So instead of saying what they mean in a respectful way, like uh, uh, respectfully, uh, I, um, uh, I want to tell you that this particular thing bothers me and they can't handle saying that. So instead, they indirectly, with a snide comment here or sarcastic remark there, they say things that hurt or they hold back until they explode into later doing, you know, saying something really, really hurtful or some negative action. So instead of passive aggressive lamushal, is that instead of telling your husband or your wife, you know, you spoke to me in a certain way that really bothered me. I wish you would speak to me with more respect. I want to tell you how I'm upset about this particular thing and I'm explaining why I'm upset. Instead of doing that, and they're not able to do that, instead, what do they do? Slam doors or give the silent treatment, or the cold shoulder. So that is the wall of passive aggressiveness. And then there's a wall of rage, which is people who are not passive aggressive, but they flip out completely, total aggression, instead of dealing with conflict. Now with the rage, what's interesting to know in general, with anger, is that anger is usually a secondary emotion. It's not a primary emotion. What I mean to say by that is that there's always an emotion beneath it. That's the core. Usually when you're angry and you're blowing up, even if it looks like just total, you're furious, what is behind it? Generally, it's not necessarily anger per se. It's a fear or a frustration or an insecurity or that you felt hurt or you felt embarrassed or stressed and you're not able to express it in a healthy way, so it comes out in anger. So that's an important thing to know also, and you need to fight that and to uh, detect what you're fearful of or what you're frustrated about and openly express it in a healthy, calm way. Another thing which is very surprising that is a wall that breaks communication is humor. Now, it's very good to have a sense of humor. It's a beautiful thing. It could be a tremendous chesed for people. We talk about Gemara Tainus, how the people made, these two brothers made people happy by, by, by being humorous or, and things like that. And it's a mamasha matana. It could be used as a tremendous chesed to uplift people's spirits. And a husband could help a wife and a wife could help a husband tremendously with having a healthy, happy sense of humor. You make your spouse laugh and, 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 and feel light and feel free. And, and it is a wonderful matana. The problem, though, is, is that sometimes humor replaces communication. Try interviewing a com- comedian when you really want to, an unhealthy comedian, where you want to really talk about serious issues and they respond with humor when they really need to talk seriously. And very often with a husband and wife, they need to detect that too. If one of them, either one, is benched with a wonderful sense of humor, which is it could be used in tremendously beautiful ways, but they need to realize that sometimes if they have to talk about a serious subject with their husband or with their wife, They cannot use humor to deflect it. Very often they use humor to replace healthy communication. And you need to recognize it. And when it's time to be serious, it's time to be serious. And you put the jokes aside and say, let's 
let's have a serious conversation. That happens a lot, and it can be very frustrating when you have one when you when you have one of the couple that's a little more serious side, the other one is is more on the humorous side, which is good because that complements a serious person. It's okay to use your sense of humor. In a, it's part of you, and it's a it, like I said, it's a, it could become a very beautiful thing. But when you see though, and you sense, and you know that your that your husband or wife, the other one, needs to talk to you about something serious, that's not the time to be humorous. Now I heard this, and it's not from me, uh, but I heard this um, this yisoid, a tremendous Indian of a pshat in a pasuk in Tehillim. Perek Yudches, Pasik Lamed. And it's a beautiful Deher. And uh, so I don't get the credit, um, but it's, it's, it's a beautiful Deher. It says, Ki gedud. I will, you know, judge, uh, I will um, uh, uh, smash uh, with the troops, with the army. And then it says a Lushan like this, Uvalaka and with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with my God, Adaleg Shur. I will jump over a wall. So Pashup shot is, is that the walls of the enemy that fortify that once once they've struck me from attacking them, with the help of Hashem with my God, with faith in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Adalek sure I will jump over that wall, of that obstacle, and I'll defeat my enemy. But based on what we said, everything over here, we talked about so many different walls that break communication, and to break those walls. Whether it's the wall of isolation, the wall of denial, the wall of withdrawal, the wall of displacement, the wall of invalidation, the wall of fantasy, the wall of humor, the wall of passive aggressiveness, the wall of rage. And again, please listen again, because there's a lot of, on each sentence, there's so much there. And if you know that you're privy to any of this, or prone to any of this, to work through it, to break that habit and break that wall... But here is the Yisoid. When, I, when I'm with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when I work on myself and I'm one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and with the help of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I can leap over all these walls of communication, all these walls that are breaking, that are causing separation between me and my husband, between me and my wife. With the help of Hashem, I can break those walls and start communicating in healthy ways. And 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 and, and, and you know, and in certain and and the, and the most healthy possible ways. Yes, there are situations where a couple gets uh, upset about each other, or one person, a uh, husband, sees from at the wife, and something upsets him, and he decides it's not worth saying anything. Let's just let it go and just change your demeanor and move on. And sometimes that works, and that works for minor annoyances, things like that. Or something that one time you, you knew your husband or your wife was stressed and they were in a bad mood, and and you know they'll get over it. They said something hurtful, and you just swallow it and you say, okay, you know they had a bad day. You done the kavshlus, and things go on further beautifully. So that works sometimes. So I'm not saying every single time something bothers a person that you need to express it all the time, but but very very often. Very, very often, a couple does need to discuss issues with one another, not to bury it, not to let it fester, but to really, especially if it's ongoing, if you see already a pattern. It's not just that they were mean once, they, they were insensitive 
more than once or every time uh, you know coming home from work you act a certain way and it bothers the other person so then you need to break that wall whatever's holding it back and to ex- learn how to express it in a very calm realistic way and and and, and in, a, in a way that is healthy and so going back to the original what we talked about I just want to like shift back before we talked about the walls of that break communication and how to recognize it and go through it we talked about uh, uh, to use that speaker listening technique that listening which is the harder part of it it's very easy when your husband or wife is is telling you a complaint or an issue or whatever it is that you right away want to respond something came to your head and maybe even a good idea but you need to hold back sometimes Hold back. That idea you'll say in a couple of minutes, maybe, if it's needed to say, then you'll say it. But right now, that's not what your husband or wife needs to hear. They need you to reiterate in different words what you said. Oh, I, are you basically, what you're trying to tell me is that you were upset um, that I didn't confide in you or talk to you about where we're going next Shabbos. Or, or, or that I didn't discuss with you this issue and I should have. And, and that's why you're upset. You reiterate in different words. And that itself calms the other person down. And very often, again, it's not the outcome of the resolution that's the issue. It's the, just the showing that you care. And then, yes, later, if the husband could provide that solution and express it, of course he could give, you know, I have an idea. Maybe this will solve your problem. But look at Chilla, before doing that, the empathy needs to be shown. So again, please, this is something that is constant work. Um, but if you listen to all these walls, you recognize it within yourself, and you try to overcome it, and, and, and some of you realize if you have that sense of humor that you sometimes used it to deflect and it got your husband or wife more aggravated because they wanted to really talk to you about something and you didn't want to talk about it, so you used humor to push it away or passive aggressiveness sometimes, or anger sometimes, or invalidating sometimes, or escaping into um, a fantasy of some sort, or withdrawing, or denying, and so on and so forth. All these things we talked about. It's doable. Everyone can work on it. And the more you work on good communication, the more it'll help the overall marriage relationship, the more shalom there actually will be, and it'll affect your life both inside the bedroom, outside the bedroom, and, and, and in all areas of married life. Have a wonderful day.